I won the Fright Feet, I get to cast the Curse of Baldness, and I know exactly who I'm gonna pick. I think it's obvious who Erica is gonna pick for the Curse of Baldness. It's not very strategic in my opinion, but it's clearly a Bora. All right, y'all, so this is the spell. And it's a two-word incantation. Scalpus Wigorata. Oh, she really did. Uh, That's for questioning me and my abilities. Okay. Have fun. I chose Abora because she challenged me. She tried to make me puke. And that's a message to her and all the other competitors to not fuck with me like that. There are bigger fish in this pond. She could have taken out some of the stronger competitors, but if she wants to prove something to me, fine. I respect how Erica is choosing to play the game, but it will not save her. I'll take your wrathful, pitiful little attempt to stab at me, but it's not gonna do anything. In fact, I'm amazing. I'll work with a bald cat. You better work, bitch. I honestly feel that it was a mistake that she picked Deborah, because Victoria is the one we need to get out of here because that bitch is competition. But if it's the drama, I am definitely here for it. I want to see all the tea that's going to come out of this. <laughs> the funniest part of this moment for me is actually Melissa B. Fierce being like, uh, we're all looking around like, why didn't you curse Victoria? She's clearly the best in the room. Right, right. I mean, as my good friend Tony Collette once said, what a waste, you know? I mean, and while doing the hands, you know, she does those hands. What a waste. What a waste. What a waste. Maybe we could have do something with this. Um, but you can't take responsibility for anything. Anyway, I, uh, we'll be here all day. Um, I... I agree. I think everybody watching was like, there's that initial thing of like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to give it to Abora. Like, that's the like shady thing to do. But it's also like, why are Abora went home last week? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. this is not Erica. your biggest competition. Uh, the, the camp factor kind of crept in here, too, though, because I will say, like, I love stepping back from watching a drag themed show and wondering what the experience is of somebody that knows nothing of the world and just turns it on. And the mere quote of Erica basically saying, like, you tried to make me puke, you underestimated uh -huh. me, and this is your payback. I'm just like, what a loaded statement to say on television to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you tried to make me puke. Right. <laughs> it, it had it had shades of you grab my wig, you grab my snatch. <laughs> grab my wig, you grab my snatch. You tried to make me puke. You tried to make me un you you underestimated me. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're testing me. There was also that as yeah. well. Oh, I mean, Dragula drama is so I you know I said it last week and I'll say it again. Like it it is so especially once you get to the cauldron, it is so Real Housewives levels of drama because it's all petty nonsense. Yeah, it's nonsense. And they're so upset about it, you know? <laughs> and that's the thing about the Housewives is it's bullshit, but they are at operatic levels about it sometimes. And it's just, it's it's one thing to watch a bunch of like privileged, you know, women in Beverly Hills do this, but to watch these folks in a cauldron do it, it's like, what the fuck? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when you're playing a board game or you're playing like a murder mystery party and part of the game is like putting on a roll or even, even if you're just playing a board game and it's about like trading properties or trading resources and Settlers of Catan, like there, there is this like high stakes 
to no stakes mm-hmm. that that goes on and so you know something will come out of your mouth like you know oh you're a terrible person blah 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 and it's like because you won't give me stones for wood you know what yes. i mean and it's, yeah. it's just so right. funny to- it's like monopoly is like the ikea of board games you know <laughs> like you you go into that thinking oh this is going to be fun and then <laughs> You come out of there like, here's your stuff. Here's your keys. Yeah. We're, yeah. Uh, you're, I'm right. out of here. <laughs> I'm not carrying that or that. Yeah, or that. Oh, you bought Yeah. That. I think I've carried enough of your baggage. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. And it's all cheap particle board. You well, know? That's the, and then that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, that's, of course, what it all comes down to is it like – much like the end of Monopoly, you don't really have anything of real true value when you come out of Ikea. Uh, well, I mean, there's there's some really nice things in there, but you just don't buy that stuff there because it's the most expensive thing in the aisle. Yeah. You know, like I went actually, funnily enough, I was at Ikea yesterday in Red Hook. And uh, you always go during the week in the middle of the day and nobody is there. Like the escalators weren't even turned on, Mary. That's how little people were there yeah um and there's there was like these rugs you know there's like i was in the rug room Ugh, ikea has a rug room delicious and there was this one like you know you're looking around all of the cheap rugs are gone and then the ones that are left are like three four hundred dollars i'm like i'm not getting a four hundred dollar rug from ikea and i own a cat yeah no that's like getting a leather couch it's like (laughs) You know, essentially, Ikea is my fin dom, and I'm just giving it money and and just letting my cat destroy what I buy from it. Um, exactly. But that's the thing with exactly. Ikea stuff as well, is like, when I say there's no value, it's like, if, if the house is on fire, I'm like, I'm losing nothing. There goes the malm. There goes, you know what I mean? There goes the lack yeah. table. Big deal. <laughs> you know, oh, the lack table. Oh, my God. <laughs> we all the, have the lim- had, yeah. or had uh, lack tables. God. Um, so <laughs> I'm lactating. So my mom, so my mom, my, my good friend, Jimmy, he has this fabulous little scam. I guess it's not a scam, but this thing with Ikea stuff. So he's moved so frequently. Um, I don't know if you know this, but their return policy for furniture, you don't need it in the box is 180 days. Jesus. You could, yeah. you could sublet. So he's he's like returned things that he's flat out bought, uh, and just returned it, and then got store credit and and bought something else, and that's how he he was able to like move. Uh, he's moved like he moved like three times or something like that in in like the course of two years, and yeah, he just like was like, well, I'm not buying this again. Are you kidding? I'm not moving. I'm not paying for movers. I'm just gonna bring it back to the store and then buy it when I move into the new city. Uh, at another Ikea, you know? But does he have to, anyway. like, disassemble it before he returns it? Yeah, and that saves a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, you work for it, but that, because, and that's a whole, anyway, folks, yeah. we'll anyway, cover. we're done with okay. that topic. So, yeah. listen, I uh, I also love this because of the camp of, like, the baldness curse, that they're calling this twist, like, a curse. They're keeping it in the Dragula family, the trick or treat. Like, I don't know all of it. I, 
it makes up for the fact that there was no boule skit this week. Yeah, that's true. I, I didn't notice it until I think I saw someone mention it on Reddit. I was like, oh, I guess there wasn't a skit this week. This was also not a 90-minute episode. This, this clocked in under an hour, and I thought, now mm. there you go. Now that's like... This like this they can do, um, yeah. There's no skit, uh, but yeah. There's always it's always Halloween at Dunkin' Donuts. There's always the orange frosting and the chocolate, you know, and, and orange sprinkles on the Boston cream donuts when it comes to Dracula. You know, it's not just a mini challenge; it's a fright feat. You know, yes, it's a fright feat in, in the floor show, and yes. Uh, so the curse of the baldness. Uh, I I will say I also chuckled when she said the. The curse words, uh, curse words. Get it? Um, because I just, I just pictured Harry Potter and uh, all of the, all of the curses and spells in Harry Potter. It did uh, have a kind of like, you know, a, a sorcerer's stone kind of energy. It did have a, you know, baldness vingardia. Yeah, there know? was a Professor Trelawney about it all. These are like <laughs> right, the two right, or three right. Harry Potter references I could make with vague confidence. I mean, you could have just said Abora Mora. You know what I mean? Uh, like, there's. Uh, yeah, I. I know that you're not a Harry Potter person, so I won't do that. I won't try to do that with you. But for our Harry Potter Marys out there, like, I just feel like you could, you could really go for it. Well, this would be the episode. They're witches. This episode. Yeah, they're witches. Witches. It's interesting because last week was that Halloween themed episode, and I think. I think we thought that Abora was going to be a witch, but otherwise there were no other witches, right? No. And honestly, like we talked about this a little bit last week, but now having seen this episode, I guess in my mind, it would have made sense to switch these and start. I agree. with the Because yes. the witches floor show feels so like witches. Like that's so uh-huh. on, like there's no, it's not, it's not a far leap for anyone in Dragula to do a witch. You know what I mean? And then it would make right. sense for this next episode that basically comes out on midnight on Halloween to be the Halloween house party. <laughs> I mean, listen. I'm sure they didn't know when all of this was going to be airing and all that. You well, know, there's no way that they could have known that. But they could have switched these challenges. By far, they could have switched these challenges. You had a kind of a, a partner group challenge for the first episode. I mean, I guess that's that, that's not that surprising, but on a Titan season, I'm like, no, come out swinging. And I will say this, nine out of 10 of these looks, maybe eight out of 10, were fucking phenomenal. And uh, and the lip sync was phenomenal, the song choice. I was just like, this very well could have been their opening episode. Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, you know, it's... I think it, this would be a really nice kind of reintroduction to everybody. Whereas mm. it felt like last week, where I was like, "Wait a minute, that's that, that's Melissa." Hi, oh, okay, hi Melissa. You know what I mean? Like, I just uh-huh. I'll talk to you later when you're not busy with the three other people you're talking to. You know what I mean? Like, it was it was a crowded party. It was a crowded party uh, for that type of challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, they would have brought somebody back anyway. They would have done the trick or treat. I'm assuming. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. They, they still could do all of the same, the same gags of bringing back whoever went home first. But uh, indeed, whatever it is, what it is. Uh, this was a fun one. I, uh, 
I felt like, or I feel like my expectation of Dragula Titans, the way they always market it is like, this is going to be the craziest shit you're ever going to see people go through. And then it's like, oh, it's a floor show. Okay. They're witches. You know what I mean? Like this, this could be season five. You know what I mean? Like, and I know Agreed. I'm only judging the second episode, but there just was that feeling of like, okay, so this is just kind of like all stars. We're just bringing back familiar faces, but the challenges are not like all going to be like higher octane, you know? Yeah, the production value has not kind of upped, except for maybe you know the boudoir, right? Um, yeah, and I guess I guess they had to pay. There was a budget for those hot peppers. There, there certainly was a budget for all those scovels, spark bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I will say, you know, just to kind of put a bow on the clip of the week, like Victoria is the one to beat. Victoria is the one that is. I mean, they can't just let her win every week. Right, right. Like, as Melissa says, we, she's the bitch we need to get out of here. And I love that. Like, it's a collective understanding of, like, no, we need to get her out of here. I love that. Yeah, um, yeah. And I love that Victoria is also, like, she's not, you know, walking around, like, strutting her stuff. It's, like, a very calm, quiet, confident energy. Mm -hmm. mm. She's just that, you know, that artist over yeah, there. Yeah, that horse girl yeah. over there is like, yeah, no, yeah, so I'm girl. just, you know, kind of doing this whole thing. Having a good time. Yeah, yeah. Oh God! And then she comes out with these like insanely creepy looks. I was surprised at the critique of her shoes because I was like, um, "Her shoes were awesome." Oh, I guess I I didn't pick up that they didn't like the shoes. I I picked up that they were like they were fine. You know, I guess you could have done a little bit more. I was like, mm, I don't know. They were sometimes. Les is more, you know what I mean? But not in the same way that... Not like Kendra's Kendra, Joyce Leslie's, yeah. yeah. Mary, oh my Joyce God. Joyce and Leslie. <laughs> Left, right, Joyce and Leslie. That's the name of those shoes. Uh, Joyce and Leslie, I mean, it's like, you don't wear white shoes after Labor Day, and you don't wear non-worked-on shoes. What was the whole storyline... That the editors, we'll get into it, but like they they just kept pushing this thing like, oh yeah, she does shoes. She's been cobbling shoes. Oh yeah, she's been doing shoes. And then she didn't do anything to her shoes. So I also have questions about like the timeline of this challenge because why didn't they show us them really working on these shoes? Yeah, let me see some cobbling, you know? I, I don't see enough see cobbling, cobbling on these shows. I love, yeah, I love a, a, a cobble... Uh, a peach cobbler. A cobbler. I love a cob. I've never turned down a cobbler. Did you ever get a good cobbling? You know. Oh God, a cobbling. Yeah, that sounds like a portmanteau of a cobbler and a goblin. Yeah, or like you know, uh, like a, an act. Like I'm a, I'm gonna give you a good cobbling. You know. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm uh, cobble me, <laughs> cobble me, cobble, cobble me, me. Yeah, <laughs> cobble me, gobble me, drift down the side of me. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to cobble me, baby. Yeah. 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 Hi, baby. Hi, yes. baby. <laughs> uh, Mary, let's t let's let's jump into this episode. Obviously, there's no opening by the Boulets. Uh, it's just a uh, an opening scene of all of the ghouls arguing about a boar going home. Oh my god! It is so much crosstalk. And uh, I was stressed. It was out, stressful, yeah. you know. And of course, and I just i I do feel like maybe I'm unfairly picking on Astrid this season, but I also think the show is like saying, "Please make fun of this person," because mm. like there is something about the 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 statement starting a sentence with, "Well, as an empath," where it's like, "Oh, 
I, oh my god! But no, they 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 they, they did tell us to laugh. They because did. Coco's eye roll was amazing. Right, I didn't do it. They did it. But like, certainly, yeah. even but even before that, when Astrid was like, you know, as a very like deeply empathetic and emotional person, it's like, oh, Mike, like you're the first person to ever have a fucking nervous system, you know? You know, there was a a. Uh, I guess it was kind of an argument uh, between Bob and Monet on a sibling rivalry episode. They cause... argued on a podcast episode? What? <laughs> no, Bob was like not into people that identify as empaths. Empaths? Mm-hmm. Empaths. And the, oh, the, uh, the listeners, the Patreon, whatever, were just like, there were many people not having that stance. Which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, uh, for an empath to have, you know. Well, yeah, right. I guess they really felt it, you know. Uh. <laughs> they felt it really. Yeah, deeply. that really uh, hurt. But they didn't feel Bob's feelings. No, 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 no. Being an empath just means you feel your own feelings deeper than everybody else. They does. felt everybody else's feelings that were offended by Bob's yeah, stance. Yeah, they yes. felt the, they felt the feelings that they agreed with. And I'm just kidding, folks. Don't. Don't come for us. <laughs> no, we know. we know. We're making a joke yeah, on the no. joke. Um, uh, but yes, no, as an empath, Astrid uh, believes it is fair that Abora came back. I, there's a lot of... Astrid doesn't feel... Astrid, I always feel like she knows the cameras are on her. And that makes me kind of like not really love her. There's a bunch of ghouls this season that I'm like, oh, you're. I feel like you know... Yes, that's always been, a, I think, a running issue more so in Dragula than Drag Race is that you can feel that they know they're on camera. And Astrid, absolutely. I feel like there is a little bit of that producer's contestant, like, mm-hmm. pageanty kind of answers in the talking heads thing. Um, as an empath, I really feel what, what she's doing. <laughs> you know, Coco, Coco had a lot of great reactions. The editors, I feel like, are having a field day with Coco. Uh, I, the, you know, the producers will say like, so Coco, what did you feel about this? And then Coco will just react. Mm-hmm. She'll just all this. So authentically. The finger goes, nothing back. finger goes up yeah. to the eyebrow. Uh-huh. The, the head turns. Uh-huh. Like, yes. <laughs> there was that part where Erica was, you know, defending herself and she was like, oh, you know, well, you know, obviously Coco is more in the bottom two than me. And then Coco in the talking head was like, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, she, I mean, I feel... I'm right in the room, Eric. Right, I'm right here. <laughs> well, it's like such a backhanded compliment when she was like, well, and Coco's very charismatic, so obviously like, no one wanted her to go home. It's like, <gasps> you know, can't help it, you know? Uh, sorry, my shine Charisma, is blinding you. This, you. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Go find something dimmer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Abora walks in, kind of stone faced. To be honest with you, my first reaction when she walked in, because she wasn't speaking, mm-hmm. uh, I had my first reaction. Then I'll tell you my second reaction. So my first reaction was, "Oh, is she just going to be in the room as like a ghost? Right that now is like a part of things. Like I thought maybe that, and like they can't speak. I thought maybe, and then obviously, like, oh, that wouldn't work out." Um, my second reaction was, did Colin know that Abora was going to come back? Did you have inside tea that you didn't want to spill last week? No. Why was I, had I suggested this was going to happen? I guess maybe. You said, well, Abora's probably going to come back. Oh, I mean, I had just said that because it was, it was almost like when Art Simone went home on Drag Race Down Under. It's like, oh, I mean, 
they're not going to just not have Art Simone in the rest of the season. And I, it just felt like they were going to have a Bora come back in some twist. Maybe not this episode, maybe like the next episode. Mm. Um, it, yeah, when she came in, it was very like it wasn't bitches on back, you know. It was right. just like it was Winona Ryder on the set of a movie in the '90s with like a cup of coffee. You know, it was just like, oh, hey guys, oh, <laughs> why Winona Ryder? And she just had this like like this Winona Ryder energy. She just had this like you know on the set of Reality Bites, and they're doing an early shoot. And she's like, oh, good morning, Janine. You know. Uh, yes, yeah, she Abora basically sets up this trick or treat twist. You know, treat treat for me, trick for you, um, and then everybody just loves her, and nobody is saying anything um, except for Vicky. Negative. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> we get another oh my god on the board. I mean, I love the full quote of oh my god. I can't believe she's back. I just love <laughs> the drawl of that is so funny, but uh, well, I wouldn't want a strong competitor brought uh, competitor brought back to the competition. Like that would be, that would be very annoying. And also, I mean, there's the fact that like, she is like, could have just had a bad week and is otherwise a really strong performer, but there's also kind of like the way her energy in the room, you know, like kind of what Eva was talking about where it's like, Oh God, I kind of felt like we'd, we'd, kind of cleared a, a, a chaotic energy in the room. Yeah, you're right. And now it's back. And and th this means the whole love triangle, which, for the record, I could give 0.00, I, yeah. 0.00 shits about. I don't even want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, can continue. Ugh, I don't, it's, it's to the point where I don't even know if it's real. That's how yeah. much I hate it. Yeah, yeah like those, those, you know, th these moments on the couch with Hoso in the cauldron, I'm like, this is... This is staged. Why would they be doing this? This isn't... No, that's not how you talk when you and I hang out, you know? Oh, God. Uh, I, my favorite quote from this first section was, I believe it's fair. Of course you do. <laughs> Who? Was Astrid say that? Yeah, oh, Astrid said, I believe it's fair. And then Kendra's like, well, of course you do. Right, right. Well, it's like, that's the thing. They all know that, like, oh, God. And not only is it the stupid love triangle, but it's just like... You know, the, the cast of the love triangle is kind of like, oh, God, it's a little insufferable. You know what I mean? Like, I love Hoso, mm -hmm. but, like, I also feel like, oh, Hoso, you are stirring this pot constantly and then acting like, oh, I don't have the spoon, you know? So, like, it's all – if the That's you know true. what I mean? Like, if, if the love triangle was between, like, Melissa, Coco, and uh, I don't know, who else? Yavska. I'd be like, oh, okay, let's see what's going on between these three, you know? Yavska, could you imagine? Right? They're just like <laughs> taking turns pounding Yavska in that little toilet outfit. <laughs> little toilet oh, pig. <laughs> Yavska has some, uh, I think she had one maybe, producer prompt that, oh God, I just, I was like, oh, either Yavska can't do this or Yavska's not having this. Uh, I can't remember what she asked one of the, one of the contestants. It was like, so. Oh, was it? How do? You, was it later with like uh, Abora? So how are you going to do? With, you know, how are you going to deal yes, with this curse of the baldness? Mm -hmm. All right, well, yeah. show us, girl. Oh, I feel like they knew Yavska was going to go. Yeah, Yavska was going to go. Yeah, home. Yeah. yeah. And the producers were like, "Well, let's give her a line." Right, right. <laughs> like in real life, Yavska could give two shits. You know? Oh yeah. No, God, the producers. Um, because it's just like they're they're working. Yeah. They don't know what to say. Right. You know. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, it is heavy-handed the producer stuff in the boudoir because they really. 
they don't really have anything to talk about. It's a very specific cast. You know what I mean? They burned through it all in the 90-minute episode last week. It's should true. have saved should have saved a couple of catch-ups, you know? Maybe Astrid this week could have told about how hard it is in New York. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll get more of that. Maybe. Um, the Boulets come, and they, you know, they tell them they have to cobble shoes and cobble witch look yeah, together. Yeah, cobble me, swallow me. Drift down the side of me. Yeah. That's all I can hear <laughs> now is cobble me, cobble me, swallow me. <laughs> Dip, drift down the side of me. <laughs> Which is kind of horrific, isn't it? You know, yeah, it's so awful. You're cobble yeah. me, then you're going to swallow me? I feel me? like it's an <gasps> apple that's singing. <laughs> a Fiona apple? Yeah, Fiona apple. Um, yeah. Or is it uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's daughter? Maybe, well, <laughs> let's see how old she is. Uh, let's let's see. Oh, you're let's right, see if that's right, a terrible right. idea. Um, yeah, but I yeah, this know. is like a Thanksgiving <laughs> song. Yeah. Oh, is that nice? Uh, eat me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the mini challenge is this fright feet. This fright feet mini challenge. Um, they have to eat hot food. Mary, would you be able to do this? I you know I, no I I this is one of those things where I. Uh, I don't love super spicy food anyway. Like I'm not like you know chasing the scovels. Uh, you know I'm not. Uh, it, what is this word you've said that's, twice? That's now? the the measurement of how hot something is. Is how many... I read that on the screen and I was like, oh, is that some Dragula word? No, <laughs> I know that from like so many Food Network shows. Like, oh, you know these or in a garden, uh, like yeah. Man versus Food, where he'd have to eat like oh, really I spicy see. wings, and it's like okay. and these are whatever. I actually kind of hate that term, the word scovels. I sort of, I am sorry, I've used it now three times. So uh, no, I would not want to do. This, I also just feel like I, for as hot as these are, I just I would imagine this is a nightmare for the rest of your body, you know. Well, that's what I kept thinking about. I'm like, oh, it's not gonna be good in the bathroom later. No, like it's gonna, it's not. This is that's the real fright feet. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like that is this is like dangerous. <laughs> yeah, and I just thought like, well, what do you do? I, I like I. I don't know. This just felt like, first of all, I was a little confused because my understanding from last week with the Fright Feats was that if you tapped out or you didn't do them for some reason, then you were out of the competition and whoever went home last week came back. So when Yavska tapped out first, I was like, uh-oh, what are they going to do? And then it was like, oh, they could all tap out. It's just about whoever lasts the longest. Yeah, I wonder if it if Abora didn't come back, if then yeah, like Yavska, you know what I mean. But it was very confusing. Yeah, because it was like, didn't they all have to do every round? But I guess that was you had to do. You just had to do one round, right? You just had to like participate. But like, and this would be what a weird challenge to be like. Well, you're out of the competition. You couldn't eat yeah. that ghost pepper, right? Right. What was the was that the first round? I don't remember what the first one was, but there was one of them was chocolate. I'm just like, oh, there was a spicy okay. scorpion chocolate. Mexican chocolate. Yeah, or something. yeah. There was like spicy peanuts. There was, mm, and then delicious. I mean, it was it was disgusting. Uh, if you have to wear gloves, it got really gross. Yeah, yeah it got really gross. Uh, uh, that one bell. of the quotes that I, <laughs> oh, the bell. Oh my god. One of the quotes that I did love. I think Abora says it. I just ate two, Erica. <laughs> oh, God. Abora was really, she was putting on a great show. I mean, Ben was being awful of like, don't throw up, Erica, and like making the mm -hmm. vomit sound. I was like, oh, you're, you are such a little gnarly high school kid. 
She tried to make me throw up, yeah. and now we're here. Yeah. That's why I gave her the curse of baldness. God. <laughs> That's for questioning me and my abilities. Yeah. Don't fuck with me like that. Um, I don't know if you caught it, but Coco had this, like, coaching moment. Of course. She was Burgess Meredith and Rocky. She was, like, behind her and, like, go to that place, Erica. Yeah, D- just go to that place. I swooned. Float <laughs> yeah, float it. Oh, my God. She was the mom in Rookie of the Year. Float That's it. right. Float it. Amy Morton. <laughs> Amy Morton. Exactly. Amy Morton. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was... Oh, Mary. What's the movie that she comes in at the very end and she has like one Girl. Scene? Straight talk. Straight talk. Yes. Straight talk. Oh, yes, my thank God. You. I Put her on the map. Put her on... My yeah. God. Yeah, really. I mean, I could go back and do a whole episode just on Amy Morton's scene in Straight Talk. Oh, it's so good. It's so, so good. But yeah, so Coco is Amy Morton's in Rookie of the Year. Just... Oh, got this go to that place uh it it was so quiet and also unexpected because i was like i thought you hated erica i i don't remember i don't remember her i don't remember there being i don't know why she hated her yeah i don't either but like there was just this i it was just surprising to me in the moment yeah so yeah i have nothing nothing to back up that claim well, that you know, Coco is you know she's best supporting Coco. She is. Uh, uh, I just I think I think if they know what's good for them, and I feel like the way they talk about Coco, they do. They talk about her the way they talk they about know. Spanky Jackson. It's like, yeah, she's yeah. messy, but she's good TV. Yeah, I, I yeah, she should have been in the bottom this week. If I'm being honest. I know, but like I'm the same as everyone else. Where it's like, yeah, but like it's Coco. But it's Coco. But it's and Coco. She, and she had the little crafting corner moment. Yeah. She is giving them what they need in the boudoir so that we don't have to have Eva being like, let's hear everyone's best witch cackle. Oh, my God. No, she was like, yeah, I'm crafting shit I don't know how to make. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is this. And then you got to do this. And then pray for, pray for you know, the God, pray to all the gods that it's going to work out. And then it does. Uh, it, was, it was a cute little moment. And I think she could have her own little show. Well, yeah, she's, uh, I mean, this is consistent. She's now done this twice where she's had a little crafty moment. And I thought, well, I hope this is, because obviously the show is edited knowing everything that's going to happen. This is a running theme we'll see because Coco's on many episodes. Is it, is it weird? Like, I, I wonder if people agree or if they don't. Because, yes, I get there's, like, Real Housewives drama for Dragula. I guess selfishly, and I don't know if it'll be interesting or not, but selfishly, I'm, I kind of wish that it was more like resur- Resurrection where we got, like, we got moments of them, like, working with the materials, seeing their creative process. Even though I know this is, like, an abbreviated version that they that they showcase on this show i kind of want more of it i kind of want to see them working and it being kind of quiet and i don't know uh these people are like really talented well i think it's kind of like project runway where i feel like yeah there there would be drama you know there'd be you know uh tired take a nap you know yeah and becky slamming the bathroom door oh get out take your break yeah Yeah, you know uh you know if you're gonna cry cut and cry like the, the, there's space for all that, but there was just also a lot of the challenges. I mean, I guess with Project Runway, there was also like this limited period of time to create something that they had to think up on the spot. So like there's those kind of – we don't ever really see that kind of like, oh, shit, something's going wrong with my look thing with Dragon. They never do that on Dragon. No. That's right. They, I, I appreciate that because we get to see their true artistry and they get to bring things. But I guess my question is like 
do they tell them like, hey, don't sew on the last brooch either? Right, right. Like, what are they actually working on by the time they're on the episode? It just feels like it's like busy work, mm-hmm. like because they're not making adjustments. it from scratch. There, like, so these no. are these are all you know mostly constructed things, but and I I guess I just want more moments of them either they're getting dressed or you know like we don't see any of that we don't see the final touches on the makeup that's always been a dragula thing right even on season two like they were mostly in makeup already Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh we never got to see them truly transform um and and that's still the case yeah the magic is still kind of hidden yeah yeah you, you you see the final product as the final product um yeah, I mean, I, I do want to just give a little highlight to uh, after they finish the Fright Feet and, you know, their little chit-chats and the curse and all of that, then Coco asks, you know, just, just one question. Who that witch? Who that and bitch? then... A witch, yeah. The outdoor kids of the room lose mm. their goddamn minds. And I am just with... I don't know what... They're not a pit crew. It's like a boudoir, sir, who's just like, oh, God, this is... Are we done? Can I go? This is a lot. And I I love the the idea of like one of those kind of like uh what's Israel's other guy's name, like them kind of breaking the fourth wall. Mm. I missed that moment because I was I was too tickled by who that witch bitch. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was very fun. It was yeah, but you could see that there was also then like Vicky is an indoor kid, you know? Right, Vicky's like, oh, I don't know how to do this. I don't, I don't know this song. Do this. I don't know this yeah, song. Yeah, this is not my thing. Uh, I mean, I'm a, oh, I'm a Vicky. I'm like, a, oh god, oh they, God, we're doing a whole thing. I am. I'm more indoor outdoor kid here. I would have had fun. Yeah, I would have had. Fun. Well, you know, I hate fun. That's that's what it comes down. Well, that to. I know. Yeah. That I know. I just hate uh, fun. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, you know. We've kind of we talked about them a little bit where, yeah, we get a little bit of what their looks are. We get the Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead music, which I hope is a mainstay now. Uh, it's like it's like I think a blue man group banging on pipes whenever I hear it. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Uh, do you want to talk about this witch moment? Because the quote and I should have clipped it, but I didn't. I've got my witch's nose on. Oh, I've got my witch's nose on. So let's have a little contest. Prompt. It was like, oh, what do what do, what do we do to fill some time? Here? You know, last week, and I stand with it, and I have to say, like, my love for Melissa has only grown. I'm obsessed with Melissa. Mm. I'm adult in the room, camp counselor energy, charming, uh, cute. I I'm living for Melissa, but like Melissa is the camp counselor in the room, and then like Eva is like the new junior counselor who's like, okay, I'm gonna start this group exercise, and like. It doesn't have the same confidence as like Melissa leading like swimming lessons, you know? Right. No, I I, I did feel that lack of confidence there for sure. Uh, and then everybody went around and did it. I love that Coco was like, girl, I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I would not, I would not do, I would do more of like a, a, a deep grumble, like a, like a Patty and Selma, you know, versus like a. The, the kind of hyena laugh everyone was doing, you know? You would do the Suspiria sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you would do that. Yeah. I I don't know what I would do. Uh, I'd probably, I'd do the Vivitch laugh. That's a really Does she have laugh. a laugh? Yeah, you hear her laughing in the, underneath the, the, the house. 
she when she appears. Wow, you better laugh, bitch. Um, make me fucking laugh. <laughs> uh, they all had really surprisingly very good laughs. Yeah, I mean, I I do agree that Astrid was giving chimpanzee, and I liked that Hoso. Mm, that was probably the bad. Yeah, one, yeah, I don't know what Hoso was doing, but I liked it. Uh, <laughs> the you pay, I thought that was great. Um. <laughs> I like the narrative of that. I'm like, oh yeah, there, a witch would do that. She'd be like, you pay, you have to pay now. You're fucked. I'm pissed. I'm pissed, boots. Oh, I've got my witch's nose on. Yeah. What does that sound like? I've got my got them got ears them on. Got ears on. I guess it's that. I guess it's got them ears on. Oh, I've got my witch's nose on, so I guess that means. Anyway, uh, Green I feel ears on. Just for anyone who didn't know what got them ears on was. I feel uh, I feel bad for the contestants that the producers are really forcing a lot of these conversations, and they're just like, "Oh God, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to make this sound natural. Yeah. How am I supposed to all of a sudden just like suggest this?" Because these are not the like chorus boys of New York who end up on Drag Race. You know what I mean? Like these are who can like. Who will do that kind of like, you know, uh, ensemble work? Who will do the concerned mm-hmm. townspeople in the musical shit? Yep. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, 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 exactly. Concerned town people. Yeah. Absolutely. Furrowed that's brow. It. It's the best supporting extra. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Furrowed brow. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm. Pointing, and, leaning oh in. My. Did you hear? Yeah. Did you? Oh, yes. you know? Oh, honey, you know? Uh, oh, God. I hate ensemble background work um, in a musical. But I. Uh, you know they'll they'll do the they'll be all the baseball players and damn Yankees or whatever. Uh, they'll mug in a locker room. I love it. I can't believe you don't love the camp of it. I think it's hilarious. I I think it's very. I love that many of them come up with their own stories. You know, I, I think it's so earnest. I think there's. A, I think. Oh, I see. It's like RuPaul is railed against the earnestness That's of true. musical theater. That's what. That's I true. get hit it's by. Too it's too precious. Yeah. yeah. Right, um, right. I think if you subvert it, then it gets interesting. You know. Right, it's like a Valerie. Cher- it's like a Valerie Cherish thing where it's like, you know, does she have a? Is she the sister or the brother? Right, or it's like, does she have a sister or a brother? Is that, uh, is that her niece? You know, so it's it's like it doesn't matter, Val. Right, it doesn't matter. There's no voices. You know, you're the monster. Yeah, it's like you're you're the you're in the background of Oklahoma. Right? Yeah, like the, okay, the idea you is live no down one's the looking street. at you. Yeah, yeah, nobody's looking at you. I need you to just like. Just move. <laughs> yeah, just move so that, you know, Annie Oakley can get in here and do her number. Is she in that show? Yeah. <laughs> React. That's it. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, yes. So I, I think I'm ready to move on to this floor show. I love that it's called a floor show. Yeah. I'm always happy. I, floor show is a, is a sentence that always gets me uh, a little tingly. And I love... Uh, you know, Bonnie Ahrens and Darren Stein are giving me the art and theater teachers who are doing the spring musical. Mm, Bonnie for sure. Bonnie for you sure. You look fucking fabulous. Oh yeah, she is. She is absolutely like an art teacher, but you know, is kind of like heads up the kind of the set production and the painting of the set. Darren is the theater teacher. Mm. He always cries at least once a season. You know, during rehearsal. He cries either because he's emotional at the moment or he cries because he's like, he's a little emotionally on stage. Yeah, no, he has meltdowns and Bonnie has to like take him outside behind the cafeteria. And it's like, Darren, Darren. She pulls a Valerie Mm chair. She's like, don't cry at work. It's unprofessional. Yeah, Yeah. baby girl. (laughs) 
Now let's get in there and put on a show. That's what she would say. Yeah, that's what she would say. You got this. The kids got the this. Kids got Come this. On. Look at them. Look at their joy. Where's your joy? They're counting on yeah. you. They're counting on us. They're counting on us. Now let's get in there and give them the best damn Oklahoma that, you know, Mountain Valley Central High has ever seen. Uh, uh, Mary, do you know the song Shoes? Yes, I do. I remember this I remember th- this guy's videos. I can't remember his name. It's like on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Liam Kyle Liam Sullivan. Liam Kyle Sullivan. I knew, but it was like a name of like, you don't age past the age of nine with the name Liam Kyle Sullivan. You know what I mean? Like that's a, that's a child's name. <laughs> that's a child's name. Why? I don't know. There's just something about uh, Liam Kyle Sullivan, age nine. Like that's all I, that's what I think, you know? His artwork is uh, put on the wall at the Board of Education building. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's behind the like the glass enclosure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mountain Valley Middle School. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he was one of the child extras in Oklahoma. Yeah, <laughs> grade six. Yeah. Grade six. Yeah. <laughs> Nine years old is third grade. So sorry, grade three. Yeah. Grade yeah, grade three. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mrs. Studebaker's class. Like, I just think that uh, that's what I think of him. And I, I also, shoes never really, like, got its hook in me. But I, I remember liking his muffins video. Oh, I think I remember that. You know, my friend Garrett and I used to quote shoes all the time. Circa 2007, 2008. Yeah, and it was always, it was, these shoes yeah. are $300. Let's get them. It was that. I feel like it was it was a similar era as John Roberts' mom videos, and I feel mm. like when I think of that aesthetic, that like iMovie YouTube aesthetic, uh-huh. I think um, yeah, John Roberts obviously is kind of a, a slam dunk. It's you know a mom in New Jersey, like there is in in like Metuchen, New Jersey, which is like where my mother grew up. So like it, there is no more targeted of an audience uh, than that, but. Uh, I appreciate what Liam Kyle Sullivan, age nine, is doing. You know what? I I could just kind of lump him into. It was at the time when gays. I feel like specifically like white gays, but gays needed a common language, a common culture, and shoes was one of those examples of things that they could quote at the bar together. And it was like, oh, this spoke to me. Oh, it spoke to you. It's like a, another mommy dearest type of quoting that. It's like, oh, well, we can quote this now. Whenever we see shoes, we can go shoes. It did. It did have that kind of like, especially at that era of the internet, like that was that was the meme. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was a thing. There was, it wasn't saturated, right? The, the no. internet at that point, right? In no. Memes. Uh, and I feel like at that point, I... I, I feel like my it wasn't even I don't know if it was with other, with other gays but like Teen Girl Squad I feel like that's more of like a little nerdier but that was something that in, in college was very quoted. Oh, that and Homestar Runner. It was all yeah the Homestar Runner that was it was all on that site. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Making Fiends. Yeah, that site. I know mm-hmm. that site absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, Leave Britney Alone. Right. It was just when things were just starting. Like the idea of going viral, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't a lot of things. No, I mean, I don't know when Charlie bit my finger happened, but it was st- stuff like that where, like, now Charlie could bite 10 fingers and no one's looking. You know what I mean? Well, like, it'll, so they'll look there. for a day. And for a then day. Yeah. And yeah. then in like 36 hours 
or 30 hours, it's going to be something else. Yeah. Jennifer bit my ankle. Yeah. Oh, my God. I watched Barbarian. And so I'm oh, of, uh, something bit me, <laughs> which just came into my head. <laughs> oh, God. That movie. Uh, I have thoughts on that movie. Uh, Barbarian. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, floor show. You look fucking fabulous. Darren Stein. Uh, shoes. Okay, yes. Here we are. I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on all the looks, but the first one that I want to talk about is Melissa's witch look. You know, I was interesting this week, maybe more so than the look itself was the feedback from the Boulets, where they were basically like, we want to see you do what you do really well. You don't have to like try yes. new shit here. Yes. And I feel like that was kind of refreshing. And, and it also made sense on like a Titan season of like, why don't you do what you, what we brought you here to do, you know, do Brittany Derek. Yeah. There's no, there's none of this like, Oh, well you keep doing the same thing over and over Dolly. Right. Right. You know, there's it's, nobody was calling for Dolly to not have white makeup. No, I feel like we don't because like you could you could look at all of like Hoso's looks and you could see a very similar yep. aesthetic, a very kind of similar, you know, kind of character that she paints, even if they are all very different in a way where Vicky is totally different every single look, you know, but like, oh, God, yeah, no, that's a, that's a that's just a different level. I mean, when it comes right. to like uh, the aesthetic of a ghoul or a monster, they respect it much like Louisiana Purchase. You can look mm -hmm. at Louisiana Purchase and be like, um, how is this comparable at all to Land Insider? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But but that's not the point. It's not comparing them. It's actually like, no, that we're just judging how they interpret this challenge. And uh, I appreciated that they were like, okay, it feels like with Melissa, she's interpreting this challenge in a way that we didn't expect her to. We wanted to see her do her fierce, dark, edgy witch. Come on, Melissa, be fierce. Melissa, be fierce. I I do have to say, I out of all of the looks, and as an as a viewer, I do compare. <laughs> I compare drag queens. is art, and drag is subjective. And guess what? I'm going to compare art pieces. <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing more subjective than two jamokes on a podcast talking about a TV show. Let's be clear. I thought Melissa's witch look was the weakest out of all of them. Melissa's, uh, I. You know, I, I it was giving me fright night at Six Flags, Mary. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it didn't do anything for me. Like it felt like, you know, you did all this prosthetics, but it didn't take me to the place that like Victoria's pumpkin lady took me last Correct. week. You know? Correct. So I it was and and it was of course she was, you know, painting the peacock or kind of, you know, a, she had her, you know, her blanket on her bushel, so to speak. Or she was covering her light covering her light with a bushel. I wanted to see that pretty face. We can't see your pretty face, as Michelle Visage once said. Yeah, it just felt like she... I did agree with the Boulets of like, okay, you've never done this before, and we can tell like you're that you were doing something new for this challenge. Don't do that on this season. And I hope that that continues. I hope that... Or that Melissa takes that brief to heart. Because, yeah, this was... I was really disappointed uh, as, a, as a viewer that it wasn't that this episode in general had so many great looks and then you have this look and it's like, no, 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 no. I liked Yavska's more than this. You know, I, Yavska's, 
I also was kind of like neutral on. And then as they were critiquing it, I was like, well, the shoes are probably some of my favorite. Mm. And I love that on her tights, there was like a little tear in one of them and you could see black and white tights under the red and white. I thought Mm. that was really clever. But as they were kind of going through the rest of the look, I was like, yeah, I guess I don't know if I get this. (laughs) That's true. I guess I do feel that this is a lot of different witches. Uh, so I, and, and the hair was, I mean, not that a witch has to have great hair, but it, when, they, when they had that one shot of her, you know, and I think it was a talking head of someone, you know, saying like, she should just be at the bottom just for that terrible hair. Oh, it was Melissa. That was yeah. a fabulous comment. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't even get past that wig. That wig. Oh. And then it shows her standing there with that terrible <laughs> wig. And I was like, yeah, no, it, it's bad oh what a read what a read what a world what a world i if i was on that judging panel i would have looked at yoska and i would have i would have said are you a good witch or a bad witch witch i couldn't tell are you a sandwich are you a sandwich yeah that's right uh i did i mean i i like just the the mental image of Tuesday night at a tip gig. I like Oh and my God. The oh clip my God. they showed of Yavska just doing yes, the kind of marking the beats with her hands. Tuesday night at a tip gig. That was that yeah. they are so good at being brutal. Yeah, I don't I mean of course I love the puns on drag race, but like we've at this point, you know, it, it's like, you know, Baba Bar, we hardly know her. Uh just say it. Just just fucking as the kid in hereditary says, just say it. Just fucking say it. I loved when she, I think it was Swan. Was it Swan who's like I was just like, "Oh, Erica, don't bring out this candy witch bullshit. Oh, I love that. I'm not here for it. Don't come out here with that candy witch bullshit. Yeah, I'm not here for it. Don't come out here with it. that candy witch bullshit. Oh, my God. And, uh, you know, obviously she subverted their expectations by, you know, doing that whole, oh, uh, God, very, very creepy performance, uh, puking and all that. You know, I have to say, though, that, like, Erica, I appreciate that that probably did take a while to glue all that candy on. I can't say that this really excited me. I think, like, I've seen it before. I've seen yeah. her do this before. Yeah, and so that's why I'm kind of like, in a, in a way, with like Melissa's critique, I could see it also going too far in the Erica direction of like, yeah, but like. We've seen this week before, and not this week, but last week we saw that week before when she entered, and this week I feel like I also saw, and maybe I saw it at mm-hmm. Bushwick, but like I've seen her in a similar look to this. Yeah, like enough of the like uh, curly girl waves with shit in it, you know what I mean? <laughs> the candy witch bullshit. Yeah, this I'm not candy here witch for bullshit. It. I'm not <laughs> this curly girl bullshit. I'm not here for. It. <laughs> Oh, and yeah, they. I I did appreciate that they were very upfront of like, look, I, I get it that people are on their own voguing journey and learning, but don't come out here if you're not really doing it. No, Astrid. I mean, <laughs> oh, I just, no, Astrid, there was so much that I don't, not that I remember it terribly, but I feel like there was a lot about this look that was reminiscent of her finale look with the little hooves. Yes, and Mary, that's top. exactly right. No, that's exactly right. Yes. Yes, I, so, that, I I I thought the same thing. You are not off. Yeah, I just I I and I feel like the I'll be curious. To, I mean, I think her her look last week, the you know the fish guy, whatever the fish the fish person uh, creature, the creature from creature. under the sea, whatever was great. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that I think it Astrid does really. 
it's all really well put together. It's all really good drag. And I, I, I think there's something about her that's not really popping for me otherwise. So I don't know what that's about. Yeah, I don't know. It's not standing out the way that it probably should. It's not right. standing out the way that, um, I don't know, Abora does for me Ugh. or Victoria. You know, Abora's look like, I don't know, they praise that they praise the spiral um, and and just kind of recognizing that she had a spiral dress and then got the bald challenge and then made the spiral go all the way to her head. Right. It's like, OK. That. I love the bald on her. I actually think Same. it was great. And I, I, but I love during the critiques. I think uh, Swan Thula was, you know, talking about her fierce moves. And then Drek Morta was like, she was spiraling and tripling, tripping all over herself on that stage. What did you think of that? What did you think of those fierce moves? It that was, was so that cunty. was not, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was cunty. That was when they when they had their little podcast. Uh, yes, they have their and, little podcast moments. And yeah. she's like, "Don't act brand new. This is the exact same Abora we had before." Yeah, which tells me that they, they know they know that there is like an expiration date on this because, like, ultimately, like that kind of critique could land it you know could land someone in the bottom and that's basically what Yavska's critique was was like your performance was not good yeah they it seems like they like the performance they like that um especially if Kendra stayed over Yavska I mean mm -hmm. the challenge was cobbling shoes and the edit was that Kendra is good at that right and has right. been doing that for a while and then these are the shoes that we got uh, that to me, I mean, that was, that was worse than Coco's look. Coco being, it being a messy look, but I think she sold it. Yeah. I, Coco, I guess is kind of the pizza monster for me where it's like, even when it's not good, it, even calzone, when it's messy, yeah. it's a calzone. I'll just, I'll just scoop it up and I'll figure it out. You know, yeah, I'll eat it with a fork. You know? Right. <laughs> Whatever. You know, <laughs> fold the pizza and let all the cheese just pool in the middle. You know, Kendra's an interesting energy. I don't know what we're going to get. Energy meaning um, the stuff that she brings to the runway. Cause yeah, she's a great performer and I don't know if you're putting Kendra next to God, even Astrid, Victoria, Hoso, Eva, Abora, Melissa. I'm just like, oh, girl, I think you're next. I know. I've been feeling that, too, of, like, you know, I, I, I want to root for Kendra, but, like, objectively, and drag is art and art is subjective, but, like, objectively, also, it's, it's a less... She even says she's a more minimal queen, and yeah. so you're not going to get all the, you know, the bells and the whistles that you're going to see from, like, a Victoria. And it's like, okay, well, then I think at some point that's... That might yeah, not I just help choose you. what I like more, what what I respond to more. I will say, I I didn't. I mean, I liked her look this week. I thought she had a great look. And if I hadn't known about the shoe challenge, it would have been fine. I would have been like, yeah. oh yeah, great, fine. That, yeah, that, that's a, it's cool witch. Um, I love that she's she she called the witch. It was like the the voodoo witch doctor that white women call when they want to curse one of their friends. Yeah, I like that because <laughs> it 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 because her her outfit was also like on the edge of sensible. Like she was wearing uh -huh. like little leggings. And I was like, mm. yeah, I could see this woman in those Joyce Leslie pumps showing up at some white lady's house to, you know, uh, you know, cast some spells or whatever she's doing. There was like, I could, I could see how she exists in the real world, you know? Yeah. She might have to sit down on a couch. Mm -hmm. Yes. She can't sit in the dining room chair with the arms. No, probably not. No, the feathers uh, are all crumpled. But yeah, otherwise, otherwise I thought, 
I mean, I don't know. I, I, the cast, are, the cast is very strong this this year, uh, so it, it's going to be tough going forward. Um, and it's going to be about it's going to be about what we don't see. I think on the on the camera. Watching this, I was thinking about you know uh, like which references and like what I'd want to see. And and for some reason, one of these looks reminded me of Disasterina's baby's dress from the Wild West Challenge of season two. Was and it like, Erica's look? No, I someone I don't know who it was, or maybe I just was thinking of like, oh, remember Disasterina's baby's mm. dress and mm-hmm. the way she was whipping the dress. That's a yeah, great witch look. Yeah, that's a great witch look. Um, and I think when they mentioned, you know, I don't know if I saw the Angelica Houston and the witches of Melissa, but I thought that's a great witch reference on the runway or a floor show, and I thought mm. a great look would be like. Being like kind of how like having a, a uh, the face mask half on the way the Grand High Witch is like oh, has it hanging off of her forehead and then at some point the floor show just ripping the whole thing off yeah and it gets bloody and stuff like yeah. that yeah I I did appreciate that none of them really went to a literal like cosplay place Eva's is probably the closest yeah you know or uh, Melissa's as well like, yeah those were the yeah. closest that were cosplay e um, but I would, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I appreciate that about this cast. Um, well, d- despite the, the vague, uh, cosplay of it, Eva does win. I feel like she gave them witch. She gave them interesting shoes. She nailed the performance. Uh, I feel like it came down to though, uh, Eva and Hoso. Victoria and then Hoso. Hoso. Oh, I feel like Victoria, they, the, she had a weak performance. Hoso had a strong performance and a great look, mm. but Hoso lacked points because it was like, yeah, when you take the hat off, I don't know if we're gonna get which. Which I I kind of agreed with. Yeah. I was like, yeah, um, I, yeah, I wasn't I, actually. You know, you're right. I I wasn't sure if it was gonna be Hoso or Victoria or Eva, and I thought, well, give it to Eva. Eva's whatever. a great lip syncer. She's a great yeah. performer. I have no doubt. Yeah. that she actually performed the fuck out of that song. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and when she wins, she says, we hear a couple times, she say, blessed be, am uh-huh. I crazy? Isn't that a Handmaid's Tale reference? No, blessed be is, it's, it's like Wiccan. And you've heard that in the craft. Maybe that's what it is. Blessed I, be. Oh, and Cameron Chaney also says it, Mary, after he drinks be. his Dunkin' Donuts. But am I crazy that it's also said on the Handmaid's Tale a lot? They say, um, blessed be the fruit. Handmaid's Tale. Uh, blessed be... Uh, in any event, blessed Under be... Under his eye, kitty girl. Blessed be the fruit. Blessed be the fruit. Blessed be the fruit. Yeah. A blessed be is just an old-timey phrase. Instead of saying amen, you say blessed be. And it's, yeah. very, it's very Wiccan, pagan. It's that kind of thing. As above, so below. It's like, it's all there. Blessed be... Uh, they they drink the they drink the blood of their sisters and the craft and then they say and then Fruza Balk drinks the whole thing and she says blessed be and they say blessed be and then someone <laughs> says come on come on <laughs> blessed be blessed be now grab your sister um anyway let's go to the cauldron there's I mean. I think what stood out to me the most was Abora's sort of like performance of being handed the vote. Oh my god! Last week. I found another note. <laughs> yeah, just sitting on a Deadly chair. Opera over here. Yeah. 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 It was, and it was so 
It was so weird because they didn't show the PA handing it to her. They or like placing it on the chair and going, Abora, 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 over there at 12 o'clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Abora. Uh, yeah, no, it was, ugh, I don't know how I feel about that moment. I was just kind of like, oh, God. <laughs> well, it was so strange because it amounted to nothing because all it came down to was that Hoso had voted for Yavska because she wanted Abora to stay. And it's like, and then Yavska went home. So it was like, okay, well, this didn't really, it, this was, this didn't do, this didn't create it's anything nothing. for next week. Yeah. Yeah. It was, oh, yeah. It did nothing. This felt stupid. Um, I did, I did want to maybe hear your thoughts on Eva pep talking Abora. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is, <clears throat> this is one of those moments where I'm like, I don't, I don't believe these people on camera as being authentic. Like this felt, this felt performed. This was very performative. This was this was a big housewives moment. This is it's these kinds of I know I'm on camera. I want to look like a good friend. I'm gonna say the right thing in this moment. Yeah. I'm gonna pull her aside because that that's what they do. It's like The Bachelor. Hey, can I pull you aside for a second? Hey, can I come talk to you for a second? Like they do the can same I steal thing. Steal you? Can I steal you? That's what it is. And this is like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? And so that's what this was. And like. This is going to sound shady to the seven people that know what I'm talking about. It's not just because of the nose, but Eva's giving big Heather Thompson energy with a Bora uh, mama. And so anyway, uh, that's just a little ear tug to seven, six people who maybe know what I'm talking about. Um, I think that any time in these in these shows when somebody says, you have to get out of your head, it's yeah. like, that's not that's like so not helpful. <laughs> I know you. You're your worst enemy. You're better than that. You're better. How are you? I'm just like, yeah. I, I, oh God. Wow. Thanks. It, I'm cured. Yeah. I feel like Eva was looking for dialogue and looked around the room and said, oh, I can give a pep talk. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm, and it's just, it's interesting because we also saw at the beginning of the episode and, and a bit last week of Eva being like, oh God, Abora. I, as soon as she started spiraling, I was like, oh God, get her out of here. Mm. And now she's pep talking her. It, it's, I mean, that's also a bit of a like, if they did a reunion, they would have, or when they do the reunion, they'll probably have Abora being like, huh, you know, you seem pretty happy to see me leave. And now all of a sudden you're telling me how to get out of my head. It, it's that kind of bullshit that I feel like they're setting up. It's interesting because Abora clearly is, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, Eva, Eva. I'm glad Eva supports me. But I feel like Eva has a different view of their friendship. You know what I mean? I don't know how close yeah. they really are. Uh, I can't tell based on what, how each of them are acting. And I, granted, there's only been two episodes uh, and we're never going to get the full right. story. Right. And it's also like there's also that kind of Abora on TV, you know, like, for example, when... You know, she's she's the talking head mm. uh, about Hoso voting for Yavska last week so that Abora would stay. And then it cuts to Abora being like, I'm thrilled that Hoso cares about me that much. <laughs> and it's like, really? Do you really? Is this a line in a show? Do you really think that's what this is? Is this a narrative? You know what I mean? Like, this is, none of this reads, you know? Super weird. Super weird so far. Uh, we'll see. I hope the challenges. Um you know, I hope they, they at least become a little different. Um, I hope they get out of the studio at some point. Um, I'm not looking forward, if I'm being honest, to the musical challenge. Um, 
Oh, I think the, I've just decided that. Yeah. The 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 rock challenge, the monsters yeah, of the rock, rock challenge. Monsters of Rock challenge. That's oh what it god! Is, yeah. And now is that House what's, of Wars? Yeah. Is that what's next, or you just know it's coming? I know it's coming. Uh, well, I I don't know for sure, but you can they feel. always do that, and, yeah. and I know the Boulets love that challenge. They've said that before, and I am not. Maybe that'll be top eight. You know, so maybe not next week, but the week after. Um, but yeah, I'm just, ugh, well, it's not the one I look forward to. Yeah. I, I, you know, thinking about this cast now, if I were to guess who is kind of like going home next, um, so Yavska went home, you know, I'm a little disappointed in that. Like she was doing something different. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be, uh, Erica or Kendra. Erica is giving them some good drama, but. There's only so much that they can take before it's about the looks. So Erica and Kendra, I think, are 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 next to go. I I think I'm feeling the same. Uh, I I feel like that's you know, and then uh, it's interesting because then after that, it's like Erica and Kendra go, and then it's Victoria, Melissa, Abora, Astrid, Coco, Ast- Astrid, Coco, Melissa. Yeah, I feel like. I could see Astrid. Me, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I might. Maybe that's just because I'm not really clicking with her this season. But um, I think we're both a little biased against Astrid, and that's not just because she went home first. But yeah, she's just not our energy. Because she went home first. No, I'm saying it's not because she went. Oh, home first oh, or second yeah. or whatever. She went home. She went home early. When, oh, yeah, um, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. Um. Well, my BSA this episode, even though you didn't notice this moment, was that little boudoir, sir, when he like broke the fourth wall because mm. I just felt very literally seen uh, in that moment when the witches went off. Um, I'm gonna give yeah. it to Bonnie. Oh yeah, Mrs. Aaron. Yeah. Yeah, Mrs. Aaron's. Yeah. Yeah, I like her, Mrs. Aaron's. Yeah, she really. The show would be nothing without her, and uh, she only cries. When we give that's, her the flowers. That's what you say uh, during the cast circle right before the first performance. Yeah. This show would be nothing without Mrs. Aaron's. Mrs. Aaron's. Let's all just let's let's all just do snaps for Mrs. Aaron's. Yeah, you snaps know? for Mrs. Aaron's. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I want to express gratitude towards Mrs. Aaron's. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, let's all just give you know, let's all join hands, give each other a little squeeze, you know. Yeah, the pulse. Yeah. The pulse. You pass yeah. the pulse. Ugh, Have you ever nervous. I, I, you know, I was in a show once where Oh, it was so frustrating. Like, you know, the director, it was like, uh, it was a student directed show, uh, is what I'm remembering. I was in like, you know, a junior company of something. And so these high schoolers were directing. And I remember they were like, we can't go on stage until the pulse goes all the way around the circle. Oh, God. And, and, you know, that seems like an easy task. And, for whatever reason, it just like wasn't. And we all knew why it wasn't. There was somebody that didn't get it. There was somebody in the cast that was uh that needed somebody needed to explain it to them. And it it didn't go all the way around. And so they said they they, they started getting cross. It was like this awful energy to start the show. Well, because it's like eventually because you could start to narrow it down like, well, who didn't get a pulse? Yeah, exactly. Who didn't get a pulse? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't get one. one. It's yeah. Exactly. And then you look at the kid next to her, and he's like, oh, uh, "They I didn't know. know what to do. I didn't oh, know. Nobody explained it to them. I just thought uh, I just thought there was a squeeze in my hand. <laughs> I didn't want to be weird. Anyway, anyway, uh, you know, uh, congratulations to to Bonnie. 
to Beverly. Oh, yeah, congratulations <laughs> to Beverly. Oh, all right, Dragula. I will say when I put it on, I was like, oh, I'm refreshed. I don't mind watching this right now. This is good. Yeah, no, I had I had a great time with it. I always have a good time with the show. I uh, I I love just like the, the twists of having you know the curse of baldness. Like it makes me think about you know this is no getting fifteen extra seconds to get craft supplies to make a look you know on Drag Race. So you know it's a good time. It was an hour, so that was fun. You know, yeah, of course we we love an hour episode. I love an hour. <laughs> you know, we got another. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. And that can Mary. go with her. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. You know. Oh Mary. I I I I'm excited for next week. I'm excited for next week's. Mary's out there listening. If you have any thoughts on Dragula, uh, Return of the Witch, you can let us know on Instagram at alrightmarypod. You can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com and reach out to us there. I am also on Instagram at Johnny Also. Uh, you could hear more of me every week on Best Supporting Podcast or you could find me on Instagram at Drucker underscore. Uh, or you can get more of both of us on Patreon at, at patreon.com slash allrightmary, where currently we are covering season four of Drag Race UK. We've got Only Mary's episodes where we're doing deep dives into uh, all kinds of shit. All kinds of shit. Um, that's, that's all I can tell you because it's an Only Mary's episode. Um, yeah, all that and more. Mary, what is our last chance floor show? Well, you know, in honor of Yavska, who describes herself as like the Trisha Paytas of drag, uh, this week is this weird remix I found. Uh, Spotify lists the artist as the parody factory, so I apologize. But it is more importantly, is Trisha Paytas, uh, I don't want to say singing, but uh, the song is called Do Dogs Have Brains? And I love this. I listen to this so often and i think similar to shoes and having this like internet viral kind of you know mm. youtube personality song i think this you know similarly would work so well with trisha paytas we had a uh, was it a kim petrus song that was uh, treat me like a slut is it like that it's kind of just like is it it's kind of speaking there is, it, it's really kind of, it's actually just taking clips from a video that she did where she oh. literally asked, do dogs have brains? Oh and then God. like they've okay. made it into a song. It's oh, fabulous. so good. I love this song. And it would literally make an incredible drag number. Oh, I love it. All right, yeah. well, woof. Yeah, yeah. So uh, woof, woof, and, uh, you know, potty, potty, tutsies. Keep it foxy. Okay, guys, serious debate topical question we have going on. We had a big Twitter feud over this. I tweeted, do dogs have brains? Because I like seriously wanted to know. Do, do dogs have brains? Dogs are brains. I think it's correct. I love you, Jesus. Do, do, do dogs have brains?